He had amazing ability to wind up, even though he didn't speak English. <laughs> I liked him actually. I enjoyed it. You know, he was a tough guy, and he was aggressive, and he was he was angry. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts, and download the OTB Sports app. Off the ball. This is News Talk. Now then, you're very welcome back. So, uh, as discussed in the news round, Dublin fans with uh, pep in their step, the news very much in now that Jack McCaffrey, still only 28, and Paul Mannion, 29, with seven All-Stars and 11 All-Irelands between them, are back in the fold for 2023. Colin Boyle is a four-time All-Star and he's with us on the line. Evening, Colin. Evening, Joel. How are you? Good, yeah. This came out of nowhere, I thought. It did. It certainly came out of nowhere. Uh, I have to say, I was very surprised when I heard the news, certainly in... In Paul Mannion's case, um, I think any any interview I've seen with him in the last couple of years, he's been fairly adamant that his time was done. He definitely wasn't going back. So to, so to hear the news yesterday evening, in, in his case, certainly was surprising. McCaffrey, I, I always thought, would be back at some stage. I know, obviously, he's, he's a huge amount achieved already in his career, as does Paul. Um, and obviously, his profession as a doctor as well, um, very hard to juggle both. But I, I thought he would be back at some stage. So look at I suppose if you're the two boys, now is the time to get back in while you're, you know, you're, you're not on a downward curve as a player. Them two boys, I'm sure, still a huge amount to add to the to the Dublin setup. Agree with John Mannion because we even spoke to him during the summer when he was over in Boston, and it almost felt like a, a pointless exercise to bring up Dublin because he was just so clear cut about the fact that he was done, and I, I felt like he was being very genuine there. I didn't get the impression he'd been having discussions with Desi Farrell or was thinking of going back. So who knows what's prompted the change? I mean, I'm sure he's even noticed himself. He's in pretty good form at the moment for club. Maybe that that sparks a thought for a player. Who knows? Yeah, there's that in a Joe, and you, you just don't know. Football is funny, like. In the in in the immediate aftermath after the Kerry game, you could have had the likes of James McCarthy, Brian Finty, Kieran Kilkenny coming together and say, "Look, we're not a million miles here from from winning another All Ireland. We just need to to get these boys back." And you wouldn't know they could have been on the phone to them, you know, just meeting them, having chats with them, and just saying, "Look, get back in here. There's more All Ireland here to be won. We're we're right up there with what's out there, but we need you back in to to add a little bit of X factor, you know." Obviously, and conversations with Desi Farrell as well just might have planted the seeds in their head, and you know, and things can take off from there. Yes, because uh, Mannion obviously was there in the, the COVID year, which culminated in that December final, but was a substitute for much of the year. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, his introduction off the bench uh, was maybe one of the decisive aspects in that final. But you, you kind of, uh, putting two and two together and getting five, you, you half wondered if he was a bit miffed maybe at uh, not playing more that season or, or who knows. But certainly it's like a vote of confidence in Desi Farrell, which is important for Farrell at the moment as well. Oh, hugely, yeah. So, so important. Like, it'll, it'll add a small bit of extra pressure if there isn't enough already. Been, been the double manager as well. But, like, I mentioned McCarthy there and Finton and, and Kilkenny and lads that have been there and done that so many times. But what a boost it is for them fellas now because, you know, they deep down, I'm sure they know better than us. It's not quite the same Dublin team as it was. But with these two boys back in now, I think it just gives them a completely different element. Uh, Jet McCaffrey was on a podcast here and off the ball with Bernard Brogan back uh, December 2020, start of 21. And he was even saying then, to be fair, he, he was never as certain as, as Mannion seemed to be about his departure. He was saying then, I don't really like this whole retired word, probably because I'm a bit younger. I don't want to say I'm retiring. Gaelic football is a hobby. It's something I love. Nobody would be happier than me if I woke up tomorrow and said, I've got a bit of a buzz on. I want to play for Dublin again. It's not there at the moment. So that was very interesting. His perspective was, if I'm not feeling it, I can't generate that feeling. It has to 
almost be there naturally and uh, for whatever reason he's got it back I guess a break is as good as a rest and all that yeah, absolutely. And look at even possibly watching that game against Kerry, you know, they might have been at it, you know, get that buzz from the crowd. Probably knowing that they could have made a huge difference that day too as well. And and just missing that buzz and that part of it or that, you know, being part of a top class environment uh, and what Dublin obviously is, you know, missing that buzz of being around a team, you know, trying to win all Ireland's and win all Ireland's, you know, as the time went on, I suppose that could have been affecting them a small bit. And, and like I said, maybe a couple of conversations with the with a couple of their boys that have won so much with them over the years and just say, look, let's let's get back in here and, and go at this. McCaffrey is obviously, he, he sounds like a, a free spirit. I played international rules with him in, in 2013 as well and he's a great character. Um, and and it's obviously that's come across, you know, on and off the pitch since. So hmm. look at he's him especially like pace through the middle third now is just it's it's the number one thing you need to have really and it just gives them he just them two boys McCaffrey it's just the fear factor is almost back in the opposition now when they see Dublin with them boys back in mm, yeah I said a break as good as a rest I think they're the same thing change as good as a rest is what I was uh, striving for so uh, Mannion we've seen at club level and, and he looks fighting fit ready to go mm. just trying to get get a feel for where Jack McCaffrey is uh, by all accounts, he was in really good form for Clontarf, his club, in 2021. And 2022, he's been in Liverpool on work placement. And I think he was on uh, water duty on the line for their game against Rohini at the uh, their recent game, their recent uh, relegation game. So hasn't played very much this year. But I don't know, I mean, like McCaffrey's just such a thoroughbred. I mean, you, you feel like he's the type that it take about five training sessions to get back near a dangerous level. Yeah, it's, it's the same type of fellas that's sick of me, to be honest. Um, but yeah, and look at this, there's so much time in their hands. Like, we're what? We're, we're in mid September, like, realistically, National League not starting in February. Then boys will probably go back into their, obviously, Manion is still playing with Kim McCrow, picked up an injury at the weekend. Um, don't, know, don't know how serious that is, but they've so much time, especially McCaffrey, that's kind of been away from the more serious stuff for the last the last couple of years now to get ready. You can imagine he's back on his, his pre season programs already. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't fancy being, being marking him now for Division 2 next year uh, yeah. because he'll be, as you said, he'll be, he'll be ready to go and he'll be hungry. I think that's the thing. It's We don't have answers here and we're into speculation. It's so striking both back. You know, did uh, one know the other was coming back? Is it that this has been done a while now and, and Desi Farrell just chose to say it at the same time or did, did he get together with the two of them? Or I don't know how all this works, but there is that oomph of both announced at the same time. It's like, whoa. You know, and and I don't know what your sense is. Like, do you think Farrell was pursuing them, or, or would you want a manager to keep calling you regularly when you've stepped away? Probably not. Yeah, it's a funny one to know because, especially the way Paul Mannion has been interviewing the last couple of years, you know, would you have been contacting him regularly when he's talking like that? So opening the media that that he's not going back. It's it's a very tough one to know. Like I said, it could be in case a couple of players came together or even went to Desi. You know, just saying, look, we need to get these boys. And like, as time moves on, the boys could be missing it, like I said. Mm. So, look, it's a no-brainer, really, on both sides to, to get them back in. So, you shared a pitch with them both. Give us give mm. us that sense. You touched on McCaffrey's pace through the middle. So, let's start with him. Uh, yeah. That free-spirited character that he seems to be off the pitch is all uh, almost in evidence on the pitch as well. Um, what he brings, uh, you know, you've been against him and, and planned for him as a team. What he brings to a Dublin setup. Yeah, he just look at. It. I mentioned the word fear already. He brings that pace, brings fear into opposition, and then he brings that in in, in bucket loads. Um, like that goal against Kerry in two thousand nineteen. 
incredible from 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 the kick out all the all the way up the pitch and and away he goes and scores that goal. That's that's what he's capable of, and that's what kind of that X factor I mean I mentioned earlier on that double of him missing. Um, how we used to plan against him in the past. Look, you 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 have to put someone to man mark him as a, as a wing back. Um, and it's taken away from from a forward aspects for their game. I know we put Baddy Dirk on him, especially in the in the nineteen semi final, who actually did quite well um, on on McCaffrey that day. But there's no doubt he's he's a huge plan of how uh, a huge part of how you set up against Dublin because if you have a wing forward marking him and, and Dublin have the ball and he switches off for a second, if you give McCaffrey the yard, he's gone and he's not you're not catching him. So obviously it's a huge part of the game. I mentioned that 19 semi-final there and, and Paul Mannion that second half probably gave one of his best ever displays in, in a Dublin jersey, I would say. I think certainly against us, uh, he was sensational. Certainly in, in the 20-minute spell in the second half, kicked some outrageous scores from from under the Cusick stand and into, into the canal end and I think, look, if he's bringing that back in again and gets some type of form like he had, you know, in 19, especially 18, 19, I think when he was really probably at, at his peak in a, in a Dublin jersey, you know, you add that into Conor Callum and Keir Kenny and all of a sudden you've, you've, you've now three, you know, top, top class inter-county uh, forwards to, to manage from, a, from an opposition point of view. It's a funny thing about McCaffrey, isn't it? We all gravitate towards the speed and the speed of running over that length of distance. We don't even care to mention she's no doubts about him being able to finish. You know, most halfbacks get a nosebleed. You expect him to finish. Yeah, and sometimes at times it doesn't look the kind of most orthodox type of finishes, but it just, you know, he's absolutely lethal when he gets up there. And it's the, it's the amount of time he can repeat them sprints as well. Like, it's not just a case that he'll do one a game. He could do seven, eight, nine, ten of these ridiculous long bursts and sprints. And uh, like I said to Aaron, it's the amount of times he can repeat them in a game. Yes. So he'll obviously have, have a bit of work to do to get up to that level. But like I said, Aaron, he's so much time now to to get that into the lungs and into the legs. As, you know, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see Kenny. But I, I think I think it's fairly I'd be fairly confident to say that he will get to that level again. Yeah. Did you ever mark Mannion? Um, I may have picked him up at times in games. I would say for maybe ten minutes. Like I mentioned this to you before, to Joe, when you're playing Dublin as we used to do, you could be marking. You know, they were so interchangeable in their positions that okay. you'd be marking a fella for ten minute slots here, there, and everywhere during the game. Mm. And I, yeah, I'm trying to think. You see, he's such an intelligent player. I presume for a start, marking Mannion, your instinct is well, I got to watch his left foot. Mm. But then I suspect yeah. that he's got more tricks than that. He has, I think, over the years, it, like early on, that would have been enough if you marked his left foot. Over the years, he's developed out so much on as a player. Right. I think I think that's due to the coaching they've got. It's due to obviously his physicality as well. He's so strong and so direct. Like if you are not letting him cut back in on that left foot like he wants to do, he'll take you down the inline and he'll probably hand you off and get a score off his right side. You know, he's developed so much of his game, but I think it's his his game smartness as much as Anton that's improved. And I think if you're if you're Conor Callan in there, especially you probably would have been missing really someone to, as a link-up man with him in the, as an inside player. Obviously, he's Kieran Kinney on the outside, but, you know, he's going to take so much heat off Con at the same time as well because now you have to mark the two of them yeah. as, a, as a full back line, you know. And I think the two of them are just going to interlink so well together. And then what you throw on top of that, I guess, Colm, if there was an area where you felt Dublin had declined in recent years. It might have fallen broadly under the header of uh, composure. And, you know, we've seen them go from where someone, you know, in possession was putting the hand in the air and they were just uh, almost militant in how 
regimented they were and, and kept the ball and, and never lost their composure. And, and that had slipped, it had felt like. But man, you're bringing back two now who have so much know-how and experience. So even just two more in there who know how to do it, that, that'll be contagious. It will, and they'll add a bit of freshness as well to it. As I said, they'll be like two new players in at the same time, obviously. And obviously, one thing we've mentioned an awful lot over the last year is the Dublin bench. You know, automatically, them two boys are going to put two, you could say, starters from this year onto your bench. Mm. So it's making that Dublin bench a small bit stronger. Again, obviously, it's making their squad a small bit stronger. And going into a new year now with the new format, obviously, after the provincial championships where there's going to be more games, you know, you're going into a group stage. So it's, it's going to be that bit harder to win the All-Ireland. It's obviously perfect timing when you're adding that kind of, not just depth, but quality to the to the setup. Who are your favourites for the All-Ireland? Ah, look at the right up there. You know, they're right up there. You'd have to say they're joined with Kerry at the minute. It's, would, it's going would, they to be been, would they have been joined before yesterday's news? No, I don't think so. I don't, you know, kind of, Especially, I know the last time I was on with you, I spoke about a couple of boys getting older. I was going to be hard for them, the likes of McCarthy, Fitzsimons, Dean Rock, Cooper. I think I named him for as being another year older next year that was going to be tougher. But when you throw them two boys back in now, they're like when you think with Joe, they were what, 75 minutes with Kerry, uh, lost by a point, no, no Colin Callan. And now you throw these two boys back in. So obviously they're, they're right up there with the best as well. They're in the best is probably Kerry. So it's uh, it's looking like uh, them two as favourites, so you'd have to say, at the, at the start of it. Yeah. Watch out Division 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A few defenders Definitely. getting on now. Yeah, uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting for them, yeah. It's a pity we have to wait so long to see it now. I think this is like whetted everybody's appetite in some respects for um, for the championship next year. Uh, I wanted to ask you something. You're you're so well placed to answer this, right? So um, here's Desi Farrell. It was the most low-key imaginable announcement for kind of... Uh, a return of two legends like this. So he's on Dubs TV and this is quite a bit into the interview and he's talking about some of the club action which has been on that day, which is totally fair enough. But it, it was very striking. This wasn't like a, a two or three minute video on its own to announce their return. So just have a listen, for instance, to how the news was broken. We've had a, a lot of new players come into the squad over the last two years and uh, that process continues and uh, uh, very interesting, the progress that some of our players have made. Um, the likes of Shane Clayton, Ross McGarry today, Ben Millis, young Ben Millis from Ballantyre, uh, played very well today as well. And uh, good news is we'll have uh, Jack McCaffrey and Paul Mannion rejoin the squad next year as well. So um, that'll be a great help to us in terms of the development and uh, continuous evolution of the team, the squad. And of course, we're, we're hoping before the championship ends that we'll have a sprinkling of one or two other new players to bring in. And uh, we look forward to the season ahead then. So there you go, that's a couple of minutes into the interview and he drops it to that. Like it's it said with the level of kind of import of, you know, we've got new bibs and we're very excited about, you know, the new bibs at the new GPS sponsor. <laughs> um, this is, by the way, it's not a criticism of Farrell. It's just a really interesting observation that the way that news is presented is, is so deliberately out of sync with the kind of emotional size of the news, I suppose. And it's, it's kind of interesting to think, is that Farrell who saw the hype of the 90s or maybe the hype under Pillar Caffrey and walking towards the hill and so has a, a visceral sense of how it can get away from Dublin at a touch and, and he wants to rail against that or is it like well I've seen Jim Gavin did it that way and so I'm going to do it that way and that's you know if, if it was good enough for Gavin and it worked that's the way to do it and you're so well placed to answer it because I would say James Horn's in that bracket like he couldn't have willfully played down things more publicly if he had tried and so 
I, do you think that's important? Like, what Ken McStay has his media night the other week and they talk fairly relaxed openly. Doesn't feel like it's going to interrupt Mayo's progress. Your your sense of all that being on the inside, your 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 like the Farrell announcement first of all. Yeah, well, you took the words out of their mouth there about Jim Gavin. That was the first thought when when I heard the interview and the way it just came about. It's like that was so Jim Gavin-esque, yeah. the way it was thrown out there. And look, maybe that's just Desi's personality as much as Anthony might want too much hype about it, as you said. Uh, so, so interesting, though. No, no big media frenzy about it. No statements, no videos about two two legends as you said being back it was just throwing them in there with a couple of other boys that he mentioned that were improving and showing good form during the club championship it may be his personality as much as Anthony um, you do you not, do you not think it's more do you not think it's more considered than that and deliberate than that yeah possibly so like I said it, I mentioned it on it definitely adds pressure to him for next year as, probably as much of the team like you know Dublin are going to be an awful lot of people's favourites as they'll Ireland next year. Mm. Um, I've heard a bit of talk already, and uh, I know Jared Gilroy talked about this morning. And uh, you know they were mentioning Dublin as as being favourites now. I, I think they're still joint with Kerry, so there's, there is a bit of that from from Derry from Desi's side as well. Mm. I think James, James Horn was very very similar. You mentioned it there as well. He wouldn't, you know, even with injuries and stuff like that, he'd be very very careful with the way he worded and phrases thing and. You know, and his relationship with the media, you, you Kevin McStay and Stephen Rochford seem like they're going to be a bit more open, you know, even though it was only their first night. But yeah, it, it, it's an interesting one. Does it make any difference at the end of the day? I, I don't really know. Uh, like the, the excitement, if you're a Dublin supporter, the excitement is still going to be there, yeah. really, no, no matter how it was announced. Did you as a player like that Horan was so uh, withdrawn from the media? Um, I probably I used to kind of find it quite amusing at times I would say you know because obviously you knew what was going on and you could see him getting asked the questions and he probably answered the same question maybe 10 different ways without giving really the answer you know and you can look you can understand why why managers do that as well you know they don't want to be giving, giving away too much information but yeah. you'd wonder you know like I said again next day I, I can see him probably being a lot more open you know I, I, I would say from a Mayo point of view um, but look every manager has different styles yeah yeah, no, totally everyone has different styles. It's just, it's interesting. The Gavin one is now almost like the Dublin template. Yeah, the, you know, the blueprint. Yes, yeah, the blueprint. This is how we yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I, presu- like, I presume it's the same for Gavin and the same for Horan. The enemy is distraction. The enemy is hype. And just put sand on every fire we can. Yeah, it's probably a GA thing, really, in general, isn't it? Um, probably. Joe, yeah, it's something, something we tend to do. Um, I think we're... You know, I think some managers are maybe coming away from that a small bit more. Like even if you, you know, our neighbours here, Park Joyce, I think he throws things out a small bit more. Mm. Even when he came in first with Galway, you know, he, that the aim was to win the All Ireland. That's it, you know. So, you know, I think other managers are slightly coming away from it and be, being very, very careful in what they say into the media. But I, I, I don't know. I think over the next few years, I think you'll see a bit more openness come out. Hopefully, it, it, it'll be good. Now that we're, you know, as a player on the outside, I'd, I'd love to know what's happening in in the Mayo setup with regards injuries and whatnot. So I'd like I'd like the manager to kind of come out and, and update us a small bit more. And I, I think every other county is the same, really. Yeah, as you said, and it was the key line. Does it make any difference? Who knows? We don't yeah, know if, ex- it, if it does. Ex- exactly, yeah, and we'll never know. Really, that, that yeah. that's the thing. And I suppose if you're if you're giving out loads of information and your your team comes out at the end of a, a two point or a one point loss in the championship, then it'll probably be thrown at you that you were saying too much in the media. So I suppose there's that, there's that side of it too as well. Yeah, I know. It's a long way removed from Jerlock Nan. We're going to do it at half time, yeah, you know. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Bring back Jer, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, right. Well, listen, we only have several months to wait and we'll, we'll, we'll see how they look. Yes. But for the time being, Colin Boyle, four-time All-Star. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Colin. Thanks, Joe.